0: uh hey everyone welcome to episode 109 of snideful inside
1: yeah. the writers room what very impressive
0: jumping in fast
1: <laughs> yeah it won't no it won't be long before we're at 111
0: Ooh, exciting oh you were saying very impressive at the number yeah in this episode we are it's mostly wrestling stuff
1: yeah we we really go all in on the wrestling
0: uh this season we've been building up a lot towards a gigantic wrestle match and finally uh the tournament is over and in this episode it's all going to play out
1: enjoy it's really silly it'll be fun it is really silly we laughed a (laughs) lot enjoy So how did last episode end last episode ended with the vigilantes successfully beating their opposition and making it into the semifinals, which, which causes them to, you know, go up on the animated sort of scoreboard that shows who they're facing off against. And now they're, they're matched up against the villains. And it ended with the villain perspective from their little locker room where they're watching this same scoreboard on a TV mm. and throwing mm. banana peels at the screen. Boo, those guys.
0: Do the Vigilantes know yet that the News Knight is going to be on that team? Or do they assume he's
1: gone? Oh, the News Knight is on the Casino Champion team. The identities of whom is not yet revealed.
0: Is on the Casino Champion team.
1: With Tucker and Todd, Bane Cosby, and and Jordy. Did we
0: say... Because I don't have... it. Did we say how and why he went from being... Does that wait, that doesn't make any sense. So he was stuck
1: with Jordy and Cosby. Jordy and Cosby are both double agents working for the BEA. Oh, uh, oh okay, right, right, right. Cosby but... was twisting the the vigilantes arm into participating while Jordy was twisting the villains arm into participating. But did we have
0: the truck somehow interfering with them? Cuz they have the they have
1: the Ice cream truck. The truck was behaving strangely, but it didn't prevent them from getting here.
0: Okay, I just couldn't remember. No, we so, had it. We so had all it. Those... We had it
1: acting up, and we kind of cliffhangered it. And so I think those, it would be kind of funny to. I think it would be kind of funny to have a bit of an aside where it's like, we all, we barely made it here because of your damn truck. We were almost. I late. mean,
0: should we? I don't think should. I think that we should not reference the trucks at all until their surprise entrance as big bad things. I do like that approach because we've sort of made small little hints building up to the idea of something happening. I think that we need to hide the wedding dress from the groom until
1: no mention of the trucks whatsoever. That way, that way it's a surprise.
0: Yeah. Make completely take them out of the mind so that you're not, yeah, they're not in there at all. Audience, audience have have gotten fairly smart to like, if it's on screen, then it's there for a reason. So stop showing them things to get excited about.
1: (laughs) Oh Yeah. Yeah, don't don't mention it, or else you introduce it into the consciousness. Yeah, Chekhov's invisible gun. No, we can't have that. All right, so yes, that that That's they did good. manage to get in the, oh, the truck how? was locked, acting up so severely that oh. it couldn't be used. Oh shit!
0: What have you done? I think I fucked up. I have a uh, a pretty bad infection, like f- fungal infection on my ankle. And I think I just sat on it and fucked up all the progress I was making on
1: healing it. It's wild. Yeah. Um anyways. There's just there's no what? instantaneously <laughs> reverse all your progress. <laughs> yeah, I need some sort of
0: cast or something for it. I don't know. It needs a little bit
1: more protection. That sounds like a, a witch's curse. It looks like a witch's curse. Um censor all that. So yes, uh the villains the villain lineup currently as I imagine it is of course the juggler leading the team. They've got Francis because they managed to get him out. Nobody is guarding him over at the Foxhole and and the minions of the podcast that the juggler happens to be heading already know where the Foxhole is, so we can show that he's been busted out. Should we pick
0: up exactly where we left off in the villains green like a locker room?
1: Sure. Do, do in time to see them sort of like, they're ready for you, they get called in to go do their intro? Well, I'm not, do we, ha-
0: I mean, do we have any bits? See, these episodes used to be based on bits, so we just put those
1: bits in, and now we have plot points and we try to write bits around them. Um, I I combed for bits when I make the season planning page, and I insert them wherever I can. Although I, this, this uh, season had a bit of premise pileup, so many of those bits may... Not have been incorporated.
0: So I get so the plan for the episode, because I don't know, like, are we going right into was your plan to just start with a wrestling match? What were you envisioning?
1: I was envisioning that we would start with the wrestling team intro because they love making a huge pomp out of that. And then, yeah, get to the wrestling. There was going to be a lot of wrestling going on.
0: Oh, I mean, that could be a bit. Do we want to, you know, how, um, comedy, like HBO specials ha- started doing all these goofy, conceptual, long acted out intros and then a person would like step through a door and they'd be on the stage? Oh, yes. Want to do something like that? Like have it start as like a, a sitcom, se- or not a sitcom, but a, a soap opera that seems totally unrelated. Maybe have the, um, the wrestlers dressed up totally out of character, acting out a very serious soap opera and then have them like step through a door and then all of a sudden... They do a a costume change in there on the uh, in the in the ring.
1: Oh, I like that. They're they're at the the sort of door that that leads to the ramp that everybody walks up to the ring while they're walking through the smoke and the pyrotechnics while the music plays. And, and
0: then they, they look at the camera fans. and say, "Live from Rockefeller Center.
1: It's Saturday night." <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, I like that. Uh, what kind of what kind of little soap opera or sitcom could we have them playing around in these are the villains their lineup is the juggler Francis oh I've inserted Handy because well, he's he's a villain a
0: since we are doing some luchador stuff it could be like a telenovela we could do like Latin daytime sexy um, soap opera um, Handy another... would like that <laughs> another option oh do I want to I don't know if i want to think about a joke right now um but is to do is well because is to lampoon any of the dramas that wwe has done with their goofy dramas that they've put on that which yeah, i don't they, know they what are we can
1: look they are all goofy so we could pick any of them but i i i think a sort of fusion with the with the latin tv the daytime tv oh would, i mean a, another great. way th- Another way to go, whether it's with the Latin TV or just simply to
0: not have them taking it seriously, but have them in their wrestling costumes—is it funnier if they're in their wrestling costumes in a serious scenario?
1: I think it's pretty funny, it... especially if they're kind of deadpan acting.
0: Yeah, so is it is it funnier if they are taking it seriously or not at all taking it seriously?
1: Like if they're bad actors and they're really stiff. Oh are, no, like, how could they, you do this to me?
0: Yeah, are they are they bad because they're bad? Are they actually like bad actors? It's like high school. Oh, that would be kind of funny too if it was in an a uh, high school auditorium.
1: Um, and oh yeah, and it's got the big double door and they just go right out of it like, wow, that was a load of shit. <laughs> and they walk out the other side <laughs> and bam! <damn, laughs> the, the pyrotechnics go off and the music starts playing and for some reason they're in wrestling costumes. I mean, that's long, kinda... kind of... Glittery client kind of robes on.
0: If they step out of the high school doors and then they're on a a wrestling ring, like, that's kind of cool, too, the big production of it.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: I'm trying to think and then of it's just things. And
1: then it's just this shit, the the pyrotechnics and the smoke and the music and the flashing lights, and they make such a huge pomp out of <laughs> Anytime one of these guys walks up the ramp. It is pretty but, damn exciting. But since these guys are the villains, it's it's going to be, you know, because they when they have heels they really play them as the villain narratively so everybody boos and the villains would make like rude gestures at the crowd oh well now that you're saying that the when the way that you were describing the
0: villain rather than um modern or even slightly older uh, uh soap opera what if it's old timey silent um What's it called? Damsel, like it's the the twisty mustache tied to the tracks kind of <laughs> drama.
1: Yeah, like those uh, uh, old fashioned overacting and instead then, uh, and of then, underacting. And then, and then,
0: right as the train looks like it's about to run over the damsel, it it fucking explodes in confetti and lights.
1: <laughs> and that and it, uh, whatever screen it's on, these guys tear through. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was a projection onto a screen. <laughs> but we'll never. We'll explain it never.
0: Oh, it's a double reference to the like the first movie or whatever where they thought the train was gonna come off the screen. <laughs> <Ooh>.
1: <laughs> 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 oh yeah, everybody just uh, there's oh, That's a, there's what everybody a, in the loud collective gasp. A loud, collective gasp. A loud everybody, collective gasp.
0: Everybody gets out of their seats, start running for the door, and then when they realize that it's just a wrestling show, they go, Oh, and they start cheering, they'll go back to their seats.
1: They start cheering until everybody gets their program sort of these are the villains cue and then they boo instead. Yeah. Kinda like having a laugh track so you know when to laugh, you fucking idiots. I mean that's we should a, have that's, those. That's what I mean we should, but there only for there are times when it's not funny and everybody stares at the screen awkwardly for an extended beat.
0: Well, we're just gonna instead of because those shows always have applause buttons. That's an old, 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 old gag that I actually don't find interesting. But if we have a boo sign, the stupid fans need to be told, and they all start cheering. They look up and they see, "Oh, we're supposed to boo." They all boo. It changes the tide. Turns.
1: <laughs> That's not funny. Boo! <laughs> Bad crowd. I do. I do want to ape having a studio audience. Okay. Um. So who is tying oh, boo well, to the if, if, I kind of. Oh, if we're going is... to
0: ape having a studio audience, then it's not in an auditorium. It literally is like a NBC sitcom studio. It's a it's like a two hundred person audience on not even I think like a one hundred person audience on one side and then like all the lo- like it looks like a front set. oh, but it's the wrestling st- auditorium. it is a small studio audience on one side. Hmm. Does that ruin it?
1: I think it probably does for the for the for the ring, but i I was mostly thinking about. Other, I mean, other that episodes that, we have then, it, actually where we have people like putting up the boo sign.
0: Well, a, a different oh, you're talking about for t- I'm talking about for the wrestling thing, not for yeah. Um, it could work very well with the ring because the ring is a square and you have an audience on one side, and then you have cardboard cutouts wrapped around to make it look like there's a bigger audience on the other side.
1: Oh, and then that gets knocked over later by the monster trucks.
0: <laughs> yeah, perfect. <laughs>
1: It looks way more populated it gets, than it, it gets is. Knocked
0: over, it gets knocked over by the exhaust from the monster trucks.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. One of them just like lets one go. <laughs> we'll have one fart joke this season. Blassy. Hey, it's better than
0: a uh, Transformer peeing from their oil cap or whatever that was. That was stupid.
1: <laughs> that was unforgivable.
0: I gotta take a leak. <laughs>
1: That was unforgivable. If you have a leak, you are a badly functioning machine. Why are you like this?
0: John Turturro redeems every single one of those movies.
1: <laughs> <sighs> okay. Back, but briefly, back to our old-timey villain escapades. Mm. Who's got the mustache that they're twirling? Who is getting tied to the railroad tracks? And is it possible that one of the other villains happens to be conducting the train?
0: Oh, yeah, that's in. So is it like a produced bit where it's all the team acting out different roles or have they grabbed one of their opponents and tied them down? How what, How do we play that?
1: I almost want that to play out as a special move. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But that that's like, a, it's probably too much. And it's certainly not a way to introduce them doing a special move. No, I do is want there, them to have their intro.
0: Is there another version of that? I mean, we could we could like we could do to, But then that that's a, if that's a special move, that's establishing that that is an old timey Wild West style villain character. We don't
1: have that. No, we don't. So I think it is better <laughs> if it's just like a an inexplicable drama sequence for for that leads to the intro
0: because it's sort of I don't know if they do this in wrestling but what this is sort of putting in my mind is the beginning of like jackass where it's sort of like uh a staged bit that all of a sudden kind of explodes into the chaos that it was meant yeah. to be. Yeah. yeah,
1: exactly. That's that's kind of <laughs> what I'm thinking of. Maybe maybe it's a warm up that they don't tell anybody about and it's just never mind, it's how we get in it's how we get our game faces on or they're <laughs> they're like doing a really quick uh, televised advertisement for something else on their way to the the wrestling ring like what they're doing is not important but I do like the idea that each one of them is acting out a different role within that little beat within the yeah. little sketch so do we do we want to start it like that then we're in
0: we're in it's like you know when a, a concert is about to start and the house lights are up and everybody's um, murmuring and whatnot uh, and then the house lights go down and everybody starts to get quiet and clap and cheer and oh then yeah, the, the
1: the dull roar of the murmuring. Everybody's gathered,
0: and then we see the this the large whether it's a uh, jumbotron or just like a large screen comes down and slowly flickers to life, and this uh, old timey reel to reel uh, film starts playing.
1: Oh yeah, uh, it's a noisy film projector. Maybe Todd's operating it.
0: <laughs> of course, he's, he's the only gotta... one that knows.
1: He loves those things.
0: He he does have a classic case of projection.
1: <laughs> it's now it's meta thanks <laughs> all right I, so I we, mean, we're gonna have
0: to work that in as a joke at some point
1: oh uh, definitely now we've got our jumbotron yeah and we start we we get to see it's like either sepia or black and white but i do like sepia just it's 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 the same color as the dusty prairies tumbleweed rolls by and then you just hear <laughs> somebody's audibly laughing and twirling their mustache. And that's, is is the crowd into
0: this? Because, like, I mean, a uh, stereotypical WWE crowd would not
1: maybe be necessarily for the old aesthetic. I think a few confused. confused murmurings might be in order. What the, did we get the wrong tickets? Did we go to the wrong hall? Are we in the wrong auditorium?
0: Yeah, the, I'm trying to figure, the, a joke I see in my mind is, but I'm not sure if it actually makes sense. It doesn't really... This was supposed to be somebody, like, losing their mind over this. was They thought they they were there to see uh, some other movie.
1: They aren't there for wrestling, but they were there for a different movie.
0: Yeah, the movie starts.
1: This isn't x One. This isn't Toy Story 7.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Jaws 39.
1: Yeah, how far far into Toy Stories are we now? Four? Yeah, I stopped paying attention. Four was the spoon one. But I, I do like that this isn't, you know, whatever... An, an improbable multiple of their sequels. This isn't Aliens is it, versus Actual Predator.
0: I'm gonna use your. I'm gonna use your joke, which I
1: <laughs> I didn't like before. This isn't
0: Wendy's. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that it's actually yeah, it's funnier when you go in the reverse. Well, because everybody's heard this, is the heard this is
0: Wendy's. Some guy that thought he was finally at one. <laughs> well now <laughs> no, i want a, fucking throws now i
1: want a now i want a breadcrumb this one guy going all kinds of different places looking for a wendy's and <laughs> never being one and he's like this isn't wendy's either <laughs> okay so he gets up and leaves do oh is it is it funny if the people acting out this this little sketch all kind of stop and wait for this guy to leave
0: on the on the pre recorded Yeah, I like that. On so screen. Like, huh?
1: they, yeah, they all look at the screen and you get to hear this guy like get up, walk out, and you hear the like the double doors close behind him and then they resume what they're doing. The juggler is, I don't know, carrying handy, maybe, all all uh tied up, hog tied, throws him on the railroad tracks, then we get to zoom back and see the, the careening train on its way being killed. <laughs> <idea. by> <laughs>
0: The idea of stocky little short-butt Joe Rogan playing like an (laughs) old-timey villain is funny to me.
1: I like the way you described him just now.
0: He's such a squat
1: little man. Short butt. (laughs) As opposed to long butt. Well, I
0: think I, I actually I tried to steal a red bar thing because I think they call, <laughs> they call him Small Butt Joe. There's a <laughs> Bill Maher video where they call him Small Butt Joe.
1: <laughs> that, does, That's true. that does sound red bar.
0: <laughs> huh. When I discovered Mike David several years ago, there was like one clip channel that was uploading stuff on YouTube so there's like nine videos to go through. But now there's like 20 different clip channels and I get to catch up on all the shit I
1: haven't seen. <clears throat> I, had to catch my, I had to catch my breath. <laughs> short but yeah all right so <laughs> so we've got this squat gorilla man <laughs> carrying a, a carrying handy a known sexual predator all dolled up in the the damsel in distress get up i don't know with like lipstick done on his hand and you know that way yeah
0: yeah <laughs> like KD commercial
1: yeah And then, of course, Francis is, I guess he's kind of in his element because he's already almost. Oh, yeah. He's a a bit of a hillbilly, so he's just like throw a cowboy hat on him and he's Nick Oil Bill again. Yeah, pulls the, he toots the horn. He's having a good time. And then just as the train manages to effectively careen into everybody, the, the, the gang of them. Oh, right. I guess we missed Pharma guy. Maybe it's funnier if he's like, hey, where was I in that? (laughs) <laughs> because he's just a forgotten nobody
0: oh is that that's kind of funny do we cut do we cut to backstage where they're in the locker room watching the the footage to do a little <laughs> like some of them clap each other on the back for their scenes and then some of them are confused <laughs> hey where's my scene
1: because because right now I think we've got yeah the four of them juggler where is- francis handy who is subbing in for jordy who actually turned traitor and the pharma guy who never got a name He's in the background as a farmer guy. He's a ranch that's, hand. That's better. <laughs> Somewhere in the credits, farmer guy as portrayed by farmer guy. <laughs> and of course, his uh his his wrestling name will have to be something to do with a prescription. The black like, pill. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this is the hard pill to swallow. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh no, because... it would have to
0: be it would have to be a Latin, <laughs> one of the stupid Latin um what's the word they say when it's in your PO per aura or whatever? Oh. Yeah. Something like that. PO'd. <laughs> oh, oh. Uh, the the RX. R X I don't know, something like that.
1: So we've got the train come through. Of course we've got our farmer guy in the background. That's all he does. He doesn't get an active role, he's just kind of He's sweeping up the prairie. He's got a broom out there. He's sweeping the field. Didn't we give him a monocle name at one point? I can't recall if Pharma guy was supposed to be the monocle guy or if his nemesis that we never really played with was supposed to be the monocle guy. All right. The peanut magnate that uh, our pharma guy wanted to give everybody peanut allergies in order to ruin.
0: Oh right now I'm very much lost because like, I feel like I did give one of them a name, but it probably is it because he was a a cross between. Did I say Mister Peanuckle Because he was a peanut monocle, Mister Peanut. I think that was
1: it. Yeah, the peanut, the actual peanut guy. I yeah. think wound up being the monocle haver. Mister Peanutle, and then what would the did we ever we didn't ever give him a name? No, we never gave him any jobs to do either. He, in fact, I think it would be kind of funny to start poking fun at how he never really got to participate in anything. He just never manifested as an important character.
0: Well, he, yeah, because he was he was the central he was he was he was a bit. And then we yeah. sort of removed his bit.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, it, it was overcomplicating everything. So he turned out to be fat Like he was fat that we needed to trim from the season. His plot was anyways, but we can still make use of his character. And I think it would be funny if he complained kind of like Tucker and Todd do. Oh, so we are in this show.
0: Yeah, I was trying to figure out a way that he was the this isn't a Wendy's guy. Is (laughs) he the this isn't a Wendy's? (laughs) I
1: Uh, I I I don't think so. I think and I do have an idea for making a dynamic with him. Because since he's a pharma guy, he drugs people and Bane Cosby is mad. That's my thing. Don't take my thing. Oh, that's funny. I was thinking that Bane Cosby would actually help the vigilantes by sabotaging the pharma guy.
0: And then the pharma guy takes over Cosby's thing and that's why we get to keep him around.
1: Yes. (laughs) That way we can can still keep the aggressive drug dealer kind of character.
0: And also get a little bit more in depth with um a smarter take on uh criticizing big pharma absolutely it needs some some wiggle room some space
1: yeah there's Um, there's not much wiggle room when you're playing with cosby
0: okay so after we do everything that we described with the train heading toward the screen everybody screams realizes it's okay
1: and then yeah our guys bust through Uh, Like a a paper wall or something that all of this has been projected onto. And then there they are, pyrotechnics. Everybody realizes they're supposed to boo, so they do. And then our guys walk up, you know, holding up their devil horns, Ah, pyrotechnics. And then the the villains get into the ring, make rude gestures at the crowd. And then it's time for the vigilantes to enter.
0: As all that is going on, are we having somebody uh, MC, like, introduce them?
1: I absolutely want somebody to be. I can't remember. It, it would be Vice McManley, right? I want it to be, and I want to. I want to occasionally peek inside of whatever booth he's using, and he's sitting in like a booster chair.
0: <laughs> the moment you said that, I envisioned he has a tiny blimp that's flying around. The <laughs> <out of> his- <laughs> 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 that's so
1: much better. <laughs> A tiny flip just circling uh, uh, close to the ceiling, yeah.
0: Yeah, where he's like hanging out the window, it's like about the same size as him, like it's a little novelty children's one.
1: <laughs> <laughs> is it actually floating, or is it suspended from the ceiling on a yeah, track by it's, like it's cables, Like at Chinook Center. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um. Yeah, like,
0: yeah, both is funny. So maybe we maybe even like for the first half present it and let
1: people believe that it's floating, and then at one point oh, reveal yeah, we, that it's on wires. We can have both. It starts yeah. on cables, and then later, once shit goes crazy, it comes off the cables, and he doesn't know how to drive this thing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's right. Really good. Then he yeah. can
1: have an accident,
0: and then it does the balloon losing air, farting, flying thing.
1: Yeah. So starts on tracks, and then comes off the tracks. When, it was literally of course, off the rails. Yeah, when everything goes off the rails.
0: Uh, as uh foretold what's the word? as foreshadowed by the train in the video.
1: Oh, perfect.
0: Oh, I mean so I guess we're, we're going to have to have crazy train playing at some point.
1: Uh on on a recorder.
0: Yeah, of course. Or 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 a uh, like a uh, uh what's it called? like a nightcore Amsterdam, or oh, not Amsterdam? What are they call Oh yeah, chip, monk vocals.
1: <laughs> yes, definitely. I'm going off. You can you can only get away with a few seconds of that shit.
0: I can hear it in my mind. This has to exist.
1: <laughs> yeah, I hear it too. Uh, that's gonna live rent free in my head for a while.
0: My core. I hate the fucking art
1: they put on this shit. <laughs> The internet is truly a grotesque place. Oh my god! (laughs) You maniacs! You blew it up! (laughs) (laughs) Okay, it's good though.
0: Okay, very epic.
1: Okay, yes, I want to quickly uh, have the camera pan up away from the ring once we hear the announcer introducing the villains, and then we see this little blimp on on two little, you know, shiny, slightly shiny strings. And then we get to look inside and there it is. There we see Vince McMahon lit in his booster seat. Vice <laughs> McMahon He looks kind of small next to his microphone, but he introduces them. Maybe the vigilante should already be in the ring so that we only have to do one intro sequence, because if I recall, the vigilantes would have gotten their intro sequence last week.
0: I'm sorry. I just start, I was looking at the blimp from Extremely Goofy movie, and it has a big screen on the side of it. Should we do that?
1: Oh yeah, but it, is it just Vice McManlet's face? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or should it, or should it be an actual sort of his blimp's eye view of the wrestling ring? Hmm. Maybe we, we could probably do one on one side and one on the other, even. Or, or the face or the feed cuts back and forth. Yeah. One or the other. Whenever he has something special to say, and I bet he has got a little soundboard in there.
0: <laughs> of course.
1: <laughs> what a guy.
0: I'm turning my fan off one sec. I have returned.
1: So I think the Vigilantes got their intro sequence last week, so we don't have to give them another. I think we can start with them already being in the ring when the villains get their intro sequence. So the Vigilantes got there first, and then the villains get their little... they 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 get to meet the Vigilantes in the ring. Right, okay. <clears throat> But of course, Vice is still going to introduce them, you know, in the blue corner, even though that's boxing, but whatever. We're making it up as we go along. Wrestling is whatever we want it to be. Yeah. So in the vigilantes corner, we have the Silver Fox, Hat Woman, Soup of the Night, and the Disguisers. That's a team of five. So we're going to have to whittle it down to a team of four soon. Silver Fox,
0: Hat Woman, Soup of the Night,
1: Dis- Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, we've got the Disguisers. A male and female couple who both work in the same gig. One of them is not walking back out of the ring.
0: Like, should we present it as a cage match with a pairing from the other side? Mm.
1: Yeah, I don't think a complete free for all is going to work, especially with numbers like these. So it probably should be two on two at most. The disguisers, of course, probably get a pass as like the two of them almost counting as one because of just how bad they are at fighting. Tucker and How many? Todd also count as one, as far as I'm concerned.
0: Yeah. So, should we rather than trying to do logistics first, or maybe I can't, yeah. maybe those are the wrong words, should we do three matches? Yes. So that we have two, maybe, yeah. So we have two that look like they're going well, or do they all go? I can't remember. What are we
1: doing here? They're trouncing the villains. The vigilantes are getting their asses beat. Oh, okay. The they, have to, they have to fail badly before they can, you know, rise again.
0: So should we just increasingly um, severe defeats as each, with each one?
1: Yes. Either either start with a ramping up in severity, or actually start with the most severe and then have everybody's morale shattered, and then from there they just lose.
0: I I almost wonder if it should be in the beginning um, a near miss where it like build up hope that it looks like they could win, then get their ass kicked. The next oh, one, the next one they get call. their ass is fucking handed to them. So, uh, so what the, is the order? The... I do like start with close call and then, but is it better to take
1: all of their hope away and then and then immediately kick them when they're down? So that yeah, that does sound like the villain thing to do. Yeah, especially because the villains will be fighting dirty and and especially like villains are petty so if the vigilantes do successfully manage to eke out a narrow victory in a very in the very first match then the villains will immediately start going all in on dirty yeah and so i think that would actually be a narratively effective time to kill one of the disguisers i just want to decide which one of them dies who does the killing and is there a way for it to be both tragic and dramatic but also you know a funny special Oh, that's actually now i'm thinking
0: i'm thinking of the one two three so first one is 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 uh a a narrow loss gives them a bit of hope maybe they can get this the second one they get their yeah i'm thinking maybe the second one yeah i guess i guess so the second one they get their asses handed to them just immediately because of dirty play because they go on the offensive and they just like, they can barely blink before they get their asses handed to them. So that puts them into a regroup um Yeah, quite alarming. monologue. Put them into a regroup monologue where they, they do a, a, a hopeful, we've got this. They may have X, Y, and Z one of those. And then...
1: But they'll never the, take our freedom.
0: The second the bell rings, they do something that mm-hmm. immediately kills one of the disguisers. I like and, that. And and negates that whole <laughs> speech they just had. She might even have been the one, or it might be the person who gave that speech.
1: I do think it would be kind of funny if it's the disguiser that's going to die that winds up giving everybody this sort of morale-boosting pep talk. Don't worry, we got this. And then next thing you know, he or she is slipping on a banana peel right into a neck-breaking upper uppercut <laughs> or something from the gorilla
0: man. He's just... Hoo, hoo, hoo. That's a funny move the way that you just described it so he like he grabs you he tosses a banana on the floor he shoves you onto it and then he kneels down in front of you so you fall over him
1: <laughs> oh we should we should take advantage of the ropes treat them yeah, like they're things. elastic bands
0: oh yes definitely so you, oh, go, yeah. you
1: you go in there he he gives you a push so that you get you know bounced against one of the uh, one of the ropes he throws a banana peel down the rope you know, elastic pushes you into the banana peel. Yeah, you're you're now carried by momentum. You cannot stop, and then wham, bam! It gives all that a banana
0: of... split.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Says Vice McMahon, as everybody <laughs> in the crowd gasps <laughs> because Ooh, because yeah. this person's neck is now just like <clears throat> it's just weird. <laughs> Necks aren't supposed to work like that. So a disguise a disguiser has been destroyed. Hey, oh. And it was the one that represented Hope, too. So I think the last time we talked about it,
0: I feel like we were saying that the female one would be the one that was sort of the um, uplifting, encouraging one throughout previous episodes. Yeah. And then therefore would be the one to go in this one.
1: That makes the juggler twice as villainous because now he's a lady killer. That goes against all kinds of villainous codes. Jordy comes out and gives him a high five. <laughs> Well, Jordy can't come out now. He's on a different team. All oh, right, but Francis sure can because Francis is a wife
0: beating piece of shit. Oh, true. Okay, Francis goes for the high five, but uh, Joe just like um, ghosts him.
1: Oh yeah, no, that's not a cool thing, Francis. Yeah. We're not buddies, Francis. I did what I had to do. I'm not about to let you pat me on the ass about it. Okay, so that's that's the end of the 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 this particular round they had three matches in this round the villains wound up winning and one of the disguisers has to be carried out in a stretcher with a white you know cloth over her right
0: what do we lead into from that does that go back to vigilantes who now have to because they
1: can't do another
0: motivating speech
1: well in, in a way they they have to find a way to be motivated somehow i think I think Silver Fox will take the reins, but I do think that instead of a speech, Silver Fox is going to have to demonstrate what they can do, you know, by example.
0: Like, <laughs> Does she make a reference to it as like a, a joke from our sense of humor of like, so I'm going to try to avoid a motivating speech like a let's try something right. else.
1: Yeah, we've done speeches. Yeah. We've, so, we've done speeches. So speeches don't work. <laughs> yeah. So now we know speeches don't work. <laughs> yeah. That is actually funny. Okay. So now we know speech. Yeah, I like that. Everybody, she lets out her held breath. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, now we know. Just saying what we all know. Because <laughs> we've we've established that she can become unglued and absolutely beat the shit out of somebody. Yeah. So I think for the second round, the first match should be Silver Fox and Francis. And I think she should absolutely, you know, for lack of a better word, fuck him up. And I think rather than a speech, simply demonstrating that, you know, we have the skills. Oh, we have I like the that. Power. Okay. If we just stay focused, we can beat them. So rather than trying to deliver a speech, she beats the crap out of Francis in front of everybody to motivate her team.
0: So she kind of, she leaves a long pregnant pause. She's, she points out the fact that speeches aren't going to work. We're going to have to try something else. She doesn't actually get to point out what it is. Everybody's just kind of like looking at her expectantly. And as the announcement or the lights come back up or whatever they do to signal that it's time for the next round. And everybody's sort of like, wait, you didn't say what it was. She says, just a one, se- one sec, watch this. And she just walks out very confidently, no pomp, no circumstance, just does. I'm trying to think, was uh, the end of Hercules when he punches Hades until his face folds in? (laughs)
1: <laughs> he, he, he just just that was awesome yeah it was yeah. like a it was like a backhand punch just like <laughs> pfft, scrunches his face and doesn't let him finish what he's saying so yeah
0: so uh who is she gonna do that to Jogler? francis francis so francis is sitting there all cocky all uh riled up from their last few oh, yeah, their cause... their big victory
1: Francis just saw his boss actually kill somebody. And Francis is like, oh, now it's my turn to kill a lady because, you know, he's a piece of shit.
0: Yeah, as she comes up walking all serious face. He's (laughs) he's getting a little (laughs) chuckle
1: going. (laughs) Yeah, he's going to he's he's patting himself on the back before he's even gotten into the fight. Yeah. Having a laugh, having a chuckle, talking to her, heckling her. And then she proceeds to absolutely manhandle him. What's a
0: (laughs) woman gonna do to... And then halfway through it, he gets knocked into the stratosphere.
1: (laughs) Uh, Once again, I want to use the ropes (laughs) to do some kind of funny thing.
0: She punches him into the ropes, and then they slingshot him through the ceiling.
1: Oh, yeah. And... A hole through the cardboard <laughs> audience. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a
0: Francis-shaped hole. And I like that. That's funny.
1: Yeah, and he's he's gone out of bounds, so he loses. <laughs> <laughs> and then she turns to her team, holds up her hands, and like, see, we can do it. Yeah, she, I, I think she just walks straight back to them. As I was saying,
0: we've got this.
1: Yeah, just stay focused. Trust each other, we can do and, this.
0: Everybody's got shiny, like Disney bunny
1: eyes. Everybody, probably except for the surviving disguiser, is like, all right. <laughs> like, <laughs> I guess we can. <laughs>
0: yeah. He's still depressed.
1: He's yeah, well, still yeah, mourning. he's he's not gonna be in good spirits, but I think this will be enough to kind of put him into violent vengeance mode.
0: Right before they're gonna go on. Is are
1: Tucker and Todd here? Where are they at? What's going Tucker on? Tucker and there? Tucker and Todd are on the casino champion right, right, right. team. Okay. So they get revealed in the third act along with bad news. So it's sort of a double reveal that multiple people from the vigilante team have people who are close to them on the enemy team now.
0: I was going to say Tucker like elbows him in the ribs and says, hey, take one of these and hands him some of his his last stroke waffle. All
1: right. So that is that answers my most important question is how the Silver Fox rallies her team. By example, yeah, I like no more word. words, no more talk. Talk is cheap. It's time to start kicking ass.
0: Well, yeah, she's been. What is the term? Do they just say computer girl? The girl on the computer, the laptop woman, whatever. She's been that for the whole season. So,
1: yeah, Let but they up. did when when they had a heckler show up at their door, they did get to see her actually do this before. Right about that. She she gave him a speech and then this guy showed up and she beat him up. <laughs> So she's, yeah, she's fully all in on the talk is cheap. Let's just kick ass. So now I think that that was a resounding victory. And I think that means that the vigilantes need to win every single one of these in order to actually eliminate the villains.
0: You're giving me now I'm seeing whole scenes that I don't even know where they fit in. But like, do we have a scene where she where the silver fox sets a silver fox example where Jay is there in some sense? But Jay's not really in any character, so she's being very Jay-ish. And maybe she starts making an excuse for her behavior, uh, justifying her behavior in some way. And Silver Fox says, hey, powerful women do not justify themselves. Or like some version of um, pandering, but not pandering the way that other people have pandered powerful women in media forever.
1: I definitely think she can say that. I, I think she can. I, I still think she can say it to, to Hat Woman. So,
0: yeah powerful women don't explain themselves. Um what is the term they use not powerful what is the term they use for it in shows? They, not leading female. Strong female lead is that the term I think strong that's f- what they like. Hey, strong female leads don't make excuses or something like that. I'm trying to make it cool.
1: <laughs> she is our strong female lead too.
0: Yeah. But not and a that's, classical that's, one I don't think.
1: That's one of the reasons why she's gonna take a break. She's been strong for too long. Yeah the boys have been leaning on her way too much. So we've we've got the next round. I think we should probably have the surviving disguiser go up against one of the villains. All oh, right. Wonder
0: Woman. I just remember. I was trying to remember what. Yeah. yeah. OK, so what I, are you, you what we've
1: segment. got a surviving disguiser going up against, let's say, Pharma Guy. Pharma Guy is going to try and, and drug the disguiser. But I think the disguiser is already on drugs.
0: No effect. The, dis- the disguiser is on drugs. Or what's the word? Contraindicator? No, oh. contra Contraindicator is related to symptoms. What's it called when a medicine does the opposite of what it's supposed to? Medicine.
1: Has. Paradoxical reaction.
0: Yes. So okay. he has a, a paradoxical yes. reaction.
1: Okay, pharma guy tries to dope him. He tries to give him something that's gonna you know reduce his energy, lower his focus, etc. And of course, it does the exact opposite. And for a, a brief window, our disguiser becomes limitless.
0: Does, so I'm trying to, can we, how smart can we be? Is there something that he can disguise himself as, or is there something about his disguise which makes him have the paradoxical reaction or protects I like him in that. some way?
1: Hmm. I do think that the disguiser needs to have a costume change now that he's in mourning, for sure. Oh, well, Definitely. He's a, he's a solo op now. So what's the word for widow, widower, right?
0: Were they married? Yep. I don't know how we talked about it. A widower.
1: They they were a couple. Maybe, maybe they were non-conforming to, you know, societal standards of marriage. Is black widower, or I guess red widower. These are both very cool to me. Like, fuck
0: the problem. is. So now did you, did you watch, I think you watched one of those videos on all the lightning themed black heroes. Yeah like having the character called black widow makes me want it makes makes me want it to be makes me want him to be a black person i don't know don't don't why not yeah I don't
1: see why not we've got our strong female lead but we really it you're right the cast is all kind of one color yeah okay do you okay, want so them to be I, an I, interracial couple or are they both going to be black
0: I think if they're interracial, she has to be not white. It has to be any other flavor of interracial. Oh so yeah, it's she's the Asian. Most obvious thing. Yeah, she's she's Filipino.
1: <laughs> yeah, that and way. He's,
0: and he's half Filipino. <laughs> that's that way we're not baiting anybody. Yeah, stay out of the comments. What what is the racial version of the Bechtel test? Is there one? I don't know, but I bet you that's it. <laughs> <laughs> Where somebody you made, what is, how does, what's the order about you made somebody the identity that they are for the sake of them filling the role of being that thing?
1: Now I want to give the disguiser lightning powers though. <laughs> 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 That's kind of where the if... symbol comes from. <laughs> <laughs> I. Uh, do is, do we give
0: him lightning powers or do we make a joke? about? Cause, so here's the thing. May oh, he,
1: he rubs his feet on the, the floor of the ring and just like static electricity is this guy.
0: <laughs> now, now that he's depressed as a widower, he's just got slippers on. And he's <laughs> shuffling around the ring.
1: He's in a house static coat. Electric, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's the black widower and he's in a house and slippers and he rubs his feet together along this static electricity. He's the pharma guy. He's like, ow. Yeah. Okay. That, that there, that is our nod to, uh, I don't want to say his name, but he knows who I'm talking about. Lightning guy. All of them. Yeah. That's got to be my favorite superhero trope these days, though. It's so prevalent. That's his lightning attack. But I do like the idea of a paradoxical reaction against this sedative. Are you feeling down? Says the pharma guy. I've got a sedative for you. Unfortunately, it has the opposite reaction. And now our guy is wired. Live wired. I think that's exactly what he's going to say just before he rubs his feet together with the floor and gives this guy the shock of his life. But is that the final is is that the final move? Does that actually get rid of the pharma guy? Is it is it staticky enough to do that? Is this discharge of static electricity enough to actually turn this guy into a pair of smoking boots? Probably not. Do we get to see him lift off the ground and see his skeleton as he's being electrocuted for a moment? I always like that one.
0: <laughs> the stupidest thing. The thing that just popped into my mind is that the electroshock. Uh, shuts him down, and he cracks open because he's just a mech and a little man <laughs> inside. Awesome. <laughs> what is, am I thinking of? Something that's basically from uh, Men in Black. Yes, was, and I'm okay
1: it... with I'm okay with making fun of that one.
0: <laughs> was it Frank? Was that what he was called? Uh, I don't remember the guy with the little guy inside.
1: <laughs> I don't remember, but that means when we see this guy's skeleton when he's being electrocuted, it's gonna be like a sort of like a. Uh... Mechanical chassis kind of skeleton? Well, I'm not sure. So I want to to so I guess we're
0: gonna end up doing the thing that we said we were gonna do anyway. Brainstorming, what is a thing related to would it be related to pharmaceuticals? Would it be related to corporate greed? Would it be
1: Well, if if you recall, this guy is not doing anything for corporate greed. His entire motivation is petty revenge. Oh right. Yeah, so his, his choice to develop some kind of a serum that gives everybody peanut allergies, even though it would sell a lot of EpiPens, it's specifically to make peanuts go out of business. So Petty Revenge. Is that his villain name? The Petty Revenge?
0: <laughs> the
1: Revengers. Um, the White Whale something. Oh, whatever, whatever it is, he's obsessed with vengeance. The Red Cross. Oh, Nice. That's a very a
0: superhero kind of name, and that can be very much what his costume is. He can either be all red or white with a red cross on it. He's in a crazy oh, yeah. like vinyl morph suit. <laughs> I do
1: I do think, damn, red with a white cross or white with a red cross.: Oh, how about both? And he's called the double cross. that's that's good. How do we get both in one costume? Uh, uh, do we it's, divide it's it top a, and bottom?:
0: It's a black costume. And it has wow. a red cross on the front and a white one on the back, or they're layered over each other.
1: Yes, um, uh, a white cross sort of layered in inside of a larger red cross.
0: The double. Has, cross. Oh my god! Has he been puppeted by Jordy this whole time? And the shock from um, um, who is it? That did the shock? Oh, that would be our Black Widower. Right, the Black Widower, the, the shock disguiser. The shock rattles him from whatever like hypnosis control puppet spell that he's been under. And so the double cross uh, he ends up becoming a self-fulfilling prophecy. and he double crosses the villains in a last move in the end, or or maybe, yeah, I'm not
1: sure interesting because then his then his motivation of revenge in getting with the villains is not relevant because he's been under control, right. Was he playing? Oh, although, if if you recall, Jordi's puppeting only physically controls you; it doesn't control your mind. True. I do like the idea of this guy actually being like a, an operated suit, but I also like the idea of just like a, the, the electricity sort of like scrambling him. But for for the actual double cross for the sabotage of the uh-huh. villain team, I wanted Cosby to do that because this pharma guy is stealing his thing. The, right? Yeah. 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 And I do think that if Cosby shows up to briefly sabotage this fight or possibly the next one, just as just as his own comeback to make sure that the vigilantes win and the villains lose.
0: I mean, so does does um, if if the if the pill guy, maybe he should be something related, a pill name or something like that, then if he's going to try to steal Cosby's shtick. Wait, what are um... Cosby really likes give, administering sedatives to people? I'm just trying to think of words and names. like Roofy is to that's yeah, um, that's a little too on the nose on the ro- nose, the roofer on the row hip nose. Um, oh, I'm trying I was trying I was trying to figure out how to pick that one in
1: Ro Roe. row the hypnologist Ro the hypnologist
0: hit no row hit no row hit hypnosis. hit since he's he's wrestling. That's um, good. <laughs> we'll come back to it maybe. The point yeah, is the work He his signature move that he's in the middle. So is there cause now I'm almost wondering, so cause you want Cosby to come in and say, No, that's my move. Does that mean he's in the middle of about to drop a pill? Like he like uh he he uses a pocket watch to lull someone to sleep oh. he's about to drop a a pill in their mouth and Cosby I've... runs in?
1: I think since Co- oh, that's very interesting. This guy's this guy's gonna he's gonna hypnotize somebody to give them a pill. He's not gonna try and use some kind of gadget or doodad to administer. Well cause what cause Cosby Cosby's been using drinks. shit Yeah, Cosby's been using shit like squirt guns to try and <laughs> edit him in, in people's mouths.
0: Okay, IRL Cosby, <laughs> I think he used drinks. And so Car yes. Cosby was being kind of goofy. I think a lot a, f- a couple of times
1: he should be using uh pudding pops as his main Yep. He's yeah. tried that. That was how he got all of the vigilantes out so that he could abduct <laughs> Newsnight. Right. They were dumb enough on a hot afternoon <laughs> that they're like, hell yeah, I'll have some ice cream. <laughs> and he got him. <laughs> That that is funny. I think I think if we could play around with like a, a pharma marketing strategy. Try and market it as like a health supplement so he he turns his wrestling movement it's like an advertisement.
0: Oh. Well now yeah, that almost feels like we could come up with some synergy with the, all of the podcast selling supplement stuff. Absolutely,
1: which further justifies oh, right. we we, we his said being that
0: didn't we say that he was making the stuff that they were shilling?
1: I do believe so. Okay. That's and cool. that makes his participation in this, this podcast that sells a lot of supplements very justified. Yeah. But he, he breaks into a, a marketing segue. He's like, Billy Mays here. You know, he goes, oh shit, maybe his name should have, be a, a play on Billy Mays. No, nah, that's too stupid. But he goes full on advertisement and it, it catches our disguiser off guard. He almost takes the pill. I mean, is is
0: Willie Hayes a dumb name? No, <laughs> no, it's okay, no, not. His, uh, pencil that in for now. That's his uh, working <laughs> name.
1: There, Willie Hayes. Oh, nice. <laughs> OK, so I do think that this guy could be hoist by his own petard in that since Cosby is a casino champion, he gets a little bit of special access. This might be a good opportunity to pan the camera up to reveal that. Cosby is in fact hanging off the bottom of the blimp that's rotating around the ceiling and he's lining up a shot from a squirt gun to just try and sedate our pharma guy, Willie Hayes. Chilling gaze, I. Lo- that's better! <laughs> this is exactly why Tucker's wrong about never working past the first draft. First draft is good like one third of the time. <laughs> it is, and by the time you get to the third draft, you should probably just release it because the, the iterative improvements get smaller every time true okay so you said who you said that cosby is in that blimp i think he should be hanging off the bottom of the blimp like mission impossible theme style <laughs> lining up some kind of new gadget so he can i'll teach that son of a bitch to steal my you know moves my sedation especially because i think the pharma guy is a little bit more effective at it because he sells it yeah he treats it like he's doing you a favor instead of just like trying to trick you. With ice cream, it's good for your health. It uh, it it's got a essential vitamins. But rather than
0: learn from him, Cosby is so bitter and twisted.
1: Yes, Cosby is bitter and twisted. He can't share, so he's gonna actually successfully sedate this guy. And the disguiser who doesn't really believe in himself much more. I think he should be fighting like super lazily and half hearted. The entire static electricity thing is like a. That's just one of his no effort moves.
0: He's sort of uh, drunk, mastering his way around.
1: Yeah, he doesn't care so much that he's difficult to fight. He is so loosey goosey that he like kind of like dips out of the way when a, a a swing comes his way. Oh, and that would also explain. So it also explains a
0: little bit why maybe that antagonizes um, chilling gays. I don't know about that. Uh, it, it
1: it it almost <laughs> sounds like you're talking about the gays agenda. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, maybe it should be chilling haze. I don't know. Oh my god, typing.
0: Um. So yeah, I like the idea of he's, and then so all of a sudden, um, pharma guy gets taken out, and does does that give? I'm forgetting characters. The disguiser, the yeah, our bull, black,
1: widower. black widower. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's I think not a black I think... guy.
0: He's just a white guy in black
1: face. It's like, oh, I'm, I don't want to do that. This is for me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to do that. I don't know if we have that kind of
0: maturity. He starts who and somebody on the team runs in and says, "No, no, no, no! The name is good enough. It's fine." <laughs> um. Either way, does does the sudden sh- sniper shot? I mean, how does that work? Does Cosby want glory
1: for that sniper shot, or he's fine letting the Black Widower? Take he's it. fine letting the Black Widower take it because, I mean, Cosby's going to be fighting them soon anyway. He just right. doesn't want Pharma Guy to succeed. That's, that's, that's what it really gets to when you're being petty. You don't care if you win. You just want that guy to lose.
0: Yeah.
1: So he, he guarantees the Pharma Guy's lost. Like, he squirts him right in the mouth. Pharma Guy's confused. Next thing you know, he's kind of loopy and wobbly. And then our Black Widower just kind of, like, nudges him over and he falls over and... Pow! Somebody gives him a three count and that's it. And of course, the Black Widower is going to mirror everybody's sentiment because nobody found that win particularly threatening. He's like, whoa. But that's two out of three. We have a third one. So that one can be the exciting one.
0: You mean third one can be exciting one?
1: Yeah, because we've got we've got one more. And I think I mean we, does, really, does he... we, we need soup of the night to beat somebody. <laughs> does he even give like a, a half hearted?
0: Or does he just he's like he there he did his part. No, he just walks off. I played my role.
1: Oh, I like that. Yeah, he throws his hands up. Okay, walks the scene's off. over. Yeah, <laughs> he didn't really want to be there. He did it. Are you happy now? Are you not entertained? Walks off. Yeah. And then the third one, it either it either needs to be Hat Woman or Soup of the Night. Could we've already be? we've already seen Soup of the Night really in a cool way take out a, a bad guy when he shot Francis with a soup can. And I don't We've never and, seen Hat Woman do anything. And we didn't end
0: up doing. Did we? Did we do a tag team Was that? Was the Disguisers? In, no, they weren't. Were they?
1: No, they weren't. But okay, I, so I. OK. Yeah.
0: Tag team. final one is.
1: OK, uh, Francis. Oh, right. It's Handy and the Juggler against Hat Woman and Soup of the Night. Perfect. Perfect. Handy and the Juggler do a, a really complicated, you know, handshake. <laughs> Back of the hand clap, everything. Knuckles, doo doo doo, all of that. Hat woman and soup of the night. They are probably not quite as in sync as these two, but they've got it going. I I want the juggler to try a a dual wielding shoots two bananas at one of them and have it not work. Did we already come up
0: with wrestling personas for Hat Woman and Soup of the Night? No.
1: Dang it. I don't. know almost nobody got one. Crazy. But now now we're on a roll playing with story beats so we'll have to workshop their personas and just slip those in well i feel that's the thing i feel like most special them, special moves are going to be dependent on personas of course
0: right but that's what i feel like we've come up. that's i feel like we've come up with like two or three joke names for each of these characters as rest like i feel like hat woman
1: has come up in
0: conversation but cannot remember for the life of me
1: yeah i, I can't remember either if it would have been based on her current Hat Woman persona, a detective persona, or just like full on wrestling woman, but then she would be unrecognizable. But I I do like the idea of a tag team. Andy's special move is of course just gonna be like doing hand stuff. So I, either he like pinches you on the butt or something else annoying, pokes oh, you in the is, eye, wet willy. A,
0: how about Hat Woman and Soup of the Night are because I don't think we've ended up doing any lucha jokes. So this is Lucha Madre. And oh, I've already forgotten the name. Is it ceviche? What's the name? Oh. Ceviche. Is a cold Peruvian soup. He's sea urchin ceviche. Oh,
1: <laughs> wait a minute.
0: <laughs> wait what a, a minute. Callback.
1: <laughs> what a call back.
0: Oh, 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 that that's his that's his special move. He says they haven't tried my sea urchin ceviche. <laughs>
1: Does it, okay? Sea urchins are spiky, right? Yes. I think that makes it an excellent improvised weapon. Definitely, it's it's, it's a mason chain. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's a sea urchin on a rope.
1: Nice, nice. <laughs> yeah, a sea urchin flail. How do you like sea urchin ceviches?
0: push, push, push He's doing fucking like nunchucks. I like that. They sing. Oh, it's like what's her name from um Kill Bill? Oh yeah. I'm not remembering her name right now, but she had the big spiky ball and a rope. Did
1: anybody have a name in that movie? Besides Bill? Yeah, they all had nicknames and stuff. Yeah, though they all had like character descriptors like the bride. Did she have a cool. name? Bill. It's like Bill had
0: a name. It's like May May. What is it? Gogo. Gogo go Go-go.
1: Gogo. Yeah, okay, I like that. He is I love (laughs) soup. How do you guys feel like some sea urchin ceviche? Yeah. Anyway, anyway, Handy doesn't stand a chance. (laughs) No, he gets handily. Yes. Handy gets taken down almost immediately, which means this is a two on one, which actually I like those odds against the Jogler, who is a squat gorilla of a man. A short butt? (laughs) Yeah, short butt squat gorilla. I like the idea that he shoots a banana at each of them. And it almost gets them. They almost get taken down, but but it's just not enough. They do some kind of cool team maneuver that involves more soup. Yes, that's exactly how he shoots them. Have a banana, but one well, <laughs> <we> each <can, Coink. laughs> so, so they both get a banana in the mouth, and are like, ah,
0: <laughs> choke on it. <laughs>
1: This this maneuver only works when you shoot both at one person and get them in both <laughs> eyes or something. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that this means that the juggler should have like a a bandolier or like a, a a belt that's full of bananas, and he quick draws a pair of them and. Pew. Well,
0: I'm, yeah, I mean, he's he's got a sawed-off banana. He shoots it, it hits you in the chest, <laughs> sends you. Fr- <laughs> <laughs>
1: A sawed off banana is just half a banana. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, it's it's funny to me if he has a sawed off banana, but he tries to shoot it, but like, since it has no force behind it, because there's no pressure, it just kind of like falls on the floor. <laughs> that <laughs> used to work. That didn't work very well at all. <laughs> Turns out Pharma Guy sold it to him.
0: Raw deal. It's it's a uh oh what's the word? It's a placebo banana. Plessy banana.
1: I almost spat out my drink now, thanks. <laughs> okay. Yes, how do how do they beat him? I think I think Who, of course Super the beat? Knight's got his the juggler's getting beat. He's being soundly beat. So far, all of the villains are totally down for the count, except for the juggler. I mean,
0: should we, do we want, is there, do we want any um, wish fulfillment here? Or do audiences not like, like, do we, how would, what do we want to see happen to Joe Rogan? Um, what would be, what would be funny? What, what would defeat actual Joe Rogan? I um, think
1: that the most poetic karmic victory would actually be knocking him out of the ring directly into his legion of fans who then consume him.
0: Oh. <laughs> Because they're all roaring and shit. Did we so the, Yeah, they're that, they're all
1: they're all going bananas and he's got a bunch of them all over him. Did the apeshit
0: uh scene that we described and laugh our asses off already happen or were we yes, looking forward that to is, Okay.
1: That that did occur. Okay. <laughs> that was during the uh the Anderson Keeper interview with And so now Jordy. I guess
0: we call back to it. That is sort of uh that that that's that's a Lion King ending. hmm Okay, I'm done with that.
1: Yeah. His own his own minions. He's he's lost his control over his own crowd and they consume him. Oh, do
0: we do that? Do we do a scar ending where he is looking at them sort of pleading as like my friends,
1: my compatriots, my my monkey guys, (laughs) my My monkey brothers, my monkey brothers. ah. Oh, I also think that he should wind up slipping on one of his own banana peels. He calls
0: them his freak bitches. My freak bitches. (laughs)
1: <laughs> but of course he's covered in banana and he's got a bunch of bananas still on him and these this this crowd is hungry. He's he's just a banana to them now. He's so full of these banana supplements too. And so they the the horde falls upon him.
0: All yoked and over supplemented.
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. He's had so many of these banana supplements that his DNA is now just like banana flavored. Yeah, that's funny. And so, yeah, he's got the, he's pleading. "Uh Wasn't that, remember that time when we, uh that was great, right? (laughs) Uh And they get him. And then somebody rings the bell. It counts. Three count. Vigilantes win. Every single one of the villains are are too incapacitated to participate any further. Francis is is in the next state. Do we do we now
0: that do we do Disney and to Joe Rogan and then cut to triumphant celebratory? Everybody's happy for the vigilantes for persisting big celebration, crowd crush kind of thing. Or is everybody sort of distracted and dismayed by the chaos that's going on?
1: I think everybody is super excited because we live in a jaded world of horrible people. The guy's being cannibalized by his own audience. This is awesome. And what happened? Where Did Handy... What happened to Handy? Handy just got, like, super beat up by some sea urchin ceviche. Okay. Uh, a flailed mace. He's all swollen. Thing. Yeah, he's, like... Uh, yeah, Toughed maybe he's up. having an allergic reaction and really wishing that the pharma guy would wake up. But, yeah, he's he's fucked up. He can no longer participate. All of the villains have been taken out completely francis isn't even in this state anymore
0: and while they're celebrating is that when we do big emotional reveal that news night is going to be who they're facing how do we do this transition all the lights go out and now the moment you've all been waiting for we
1: yeah all the lights go out the screens on the side of the blimp change to the animated scoreboard that shows the villain team getting a x through them And then the vigilante team moving up to the finals, where we get to see like a name that Pokemon Black silhouette team. And now, yeah. That would be fun to
0: plan out and make look like something and then turn into something that it doesn't look like.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Especially Tucker and Todd. (laughs) (laughs) One of them is on the other's shoulders, (laughs) that it looks like a a big guy. Like. Like some SpongeBob with inflatable arms, like muscle-bound Hulk, but it's just yeah, those two. Caring, <laughs> like...
0: it looks it looks like Geo Dude. Yeah, and it just changes <laughs> and it's not. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, that hurt! That's so good. Yes, I want to do that. Play around with the name that Pokemon thing, and then yeah, the lights go out, and then suddenly we've got pyrotechnics in some places. We need we need a dramatic reveal, of course. We've got. We've got Bane Cosby who's going to walk out in his full Lucha mask. We've got the old Undertaker who's going to walk out in his full style. I think, is it, is it too similar to have the old Undertaker show up in a somewhat similar vein to how the Undertaker likes to rise up out of a coffin? Mm-hmm. It's always because he's always coming out of a casket or a coffin. Some kind of a box that is not that, but is a kind of a box. Maybe he he's comes, just like comes, comes out of <laughs> 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 That's funny, but it—it's very subtle. Yeah, <laughs> it is pretty cerebral. Maybe he's just like in a shipping container.
0: Um, I was almost a imagine- Yeah, did do they all start separate of, and then join each other? Because I'm also yeah, you know the beginning I think of so. um, they come
1: from different corners. Um
0: that's a specific thing that's in my mind which i can't remember what it is but i was also thinking of it's monsters inc which is aping what's the space movie that they're aping when they all come out walking slow motion Do you know what i'm talking about
1: was that a scene in armageddon
0: is it armageddon that i'm thinking
1: of? yeah maybe i think there was a bunch of slow-mo guys walking out on armageddon
0: like shoulder to shoulder yeah doing that thing yeah whatever that is do we want to do that thing I think I
1: want each of them to have their own separate entrance because I was thinking that bad news is going to be lured from the ceiling on strings.
0: Oh, that's even better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good. He's the
1: last one to show
0: the reveal.
1: So we've got the old undertaker showing up. And of course, he won't be that won't be his character. He'll be his own core character. He'll have his own sort of wrestling persona. So maybe he shouldn't come out of a box because he's not the old undertaker when he's wrestling.
0: The camera points to the box. It points to the no, there is a coffin. The camera points to the coffin as they're announcing the old undertaker, but he comes running out from the side of stage yelling something about No. Um. Oops, I
1: think uh, hey, don't do it. Yeah. I've spoken to my lawyer, don't do it. <laughs>
0: yeah. He comes right out, but it's too late as uh, Newsnight crawls out of the coffin.
1: Or the coffin like
0: is he bound?
1: Newsnight yeah like he, on strings like there's there's strings on his arms right oh, right 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 right. he is being actually puppeted on strings so i think it would be fun if he was lowered yeah, from the ceiling on the strings he he almost looks like a, a, an elegant sort of angel as he slow descends to touch the ground and then he does and then he starts moving kind of jerkily does and the now
0: he's got <laughs> strings but they don't hold him down
1: <laughs> And then he does the robot. I don't know. That's a jerk. That's a dance that's jerky all by itself. Tucker and Todd will be second to last. I think they come out of the coffin. So how is he announced? What is he? So is he going to be bad news? Is that what we're going with? Yeah, I think so. I'm sorry, everyone, but I've got some bad news. And then he descends from the ceiling in his evil version of his costume.
0: And that was another one I couldn't remember. Is he in control of what he's like saying and doing or is he like yeah, uh Like he has okay. he
1: has control over what he's saying and what he thinks. His body has, is completely under Jordy's control.
0: So is it the thing where he's apologizing as he's hitting people?
1: Yes, I like that. Okay. He's really sad about what's happening. Please forgive me. That adds some cuz if he if he's like brainwashed villain, it's a little bit less dramatic because then yeah. he's then he's not subject to his own despair over what's happening. It's just everybody else feeling bad.
0: And maybe we can make it work because I'm hearing a thing in my mind. I don't know if it would actually pan out, but he's looking up from his, he's looking at the crowd when he realizes that he's going to be fighting against the vigilantes who all recognize him. Um, The announcer, or sorry, uh, Vince McMahon, Vice McManlet, right. I forgot his name. um, McManlet. is beginning the amp up to the or the ramp up, I should say, to announcing him, and as he's making or as uh, Newsnight is making eye contact with um the vigilantes, and they are starting to recognize who he is and sort of protest and call out to them, he is kind of like, "Guys, I've got some." And as in between the him saying, "Guys, I've got some," Vice McManlet is building up to, "It's your," and then as he's about to say, "I've got some," Vice McManlet announces,
1: "Bad news." I like that choreography. My my friends, I'm a, I'm afraid I have some bad news.
0: And and they all gasp and hold their hands up to their mouths as the rest of the crowd like raises to their feet and starts cheering and applauding.
1: Yeah, and and because this will be this will be a double whammy, of course, mm-hmm. because we've got Bane Cosby who rolls out. We've got the 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 coffin that's in the ring right now. We've got the old Undertaker coming out from side stage. He's like, wait, don't do it. I, my, I consulted with my lawyer. Tucker and Todd come out of the coffin. <laughs> there you go. I like that. And that makes everybody on the vigilante team gasp, especially Hat Woman, who is like, oh, my God. How? Why? How could you do this to us? So everybody's already high tension. And then from the ceiling comes our bad news. And everybody goes silent and then that's when we get this this second even more egregious reveal. So now everybody's twice as betrayed.
0: And on special loan from the government of Kenya or something, whatever line.
1: <laughs> Bad news is from Kenya.
0: No, not we're we're announcing Cosby now.
1: Oh yeah, he yeah, he he'll stride out first. He's he's the one who needs the least sort of introduction. Maybe oh do we want to play any ice cream music when he comes out? Or is that too much like talking about the truck? Don't talk about the truck.
0: Um, okay, we can, we can do, instead of playing ice cream music, we will have a, uh, some sort of uh, explosive bombastic song that is about ice cream. Something with ice cream in the chorus.
1: Oh, I do like that. My other alternative was just playing the ice cream song backwards, but I don't think that'll be recognizable.
0: No, I feel like, like Cardi B or uh, Nicki Minaj, one of them have to have an ice cream song, and I bet you it slaps.
1: <laughs> I'll bet you it flicks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, uh, yeah, I like that. Instead of instead of trying to be subtle, we do the exact opposite.
0: Everything is ice cream truck type beat. That's all that's coming out.
1: If neither of them have one, I'll bet you Gwen Stefani does
0: oh yes, um, it, that we are thinking of a similar i think we've already had this conversation that i think um gwen stefani wa- no i said she introduced the uh, k-pop not
1: trap yeah but you know if if girls singing about ice cream it just makes sense to me yeah call, call it sexist but i think girls should sing about ice cream oh there's a blackpink
0: song with selena gomez <laughs> that'll do it that'll do it blackpink is probably perfect for a wrestling song
1: Okay, so we've we've got Cosby. He has his intro. Since since these guys are the you know quote unquote reigning champs, most of them never had to fight their way in. Right, they're just getting placed by the casino. Old Undertaker did have to impress our, our mega doo and Tucker and Todd did technically kind of win a battle royale because everybody else wound up savagely killing themselves accidentally. But otherwise, they're all just kind of placed as obstacles. But each of them, since they are the casino champions, they each get their own intro. They're not a team wide intro. They each get their own.
0: I was I was trying to figure out how we could uh, condense them into the three puppeteers, but I don't think that's going to work out. There's not enough of a theme. Cosby and Jordy are almost a theme.
1: They are, and I think Jordy will be operating bad news from the blimp. Right. That
0: makes sense. Oh, okay. Oh, and because he's working for BEA, Vice McManlet is there with him, and they're he's in on it. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Okay. They're on the same team, so he's not
0: sneaking the way that Cosby was.
1: Yes, although Cosby was pro, it, Cosby was probably known by Vice McManlet to have been there. Okay, because I mean, the house always wins. <clears throat> Excuse me? But yes, that's that's where Jordy ought to be, and so they can be like you know chuckling in there together when they're yeah. Oh yeah, Jordy's now on the announcement team, so Vice McManlet is. Doing the announcements, but now so is Jordy. So they're both in there doing voiceover for this fight.
0: <laughs> I just, my whole brain took off with, with Cosby out of the way, some other eldritch power takes over the ice cream truck and breathes life into some of the ice cream cones and they become Mackie. I
1: think, I think we've already, I Talk mean, cause the, the truck, the truck itself is already alive. Yeah. I think it would be very interesting if all of the ice cream that's in it just like became alive on its own. Ah, there you go. And yeah, that becomes Mackie. That makes sense. Okay, cool. Now it's canonical. <laughs> now they're uh, now ice, they're characters. Ice,
0: ice cream conical. Nice. <laughs> Cononical.
1: Okay. Um, that so, happens. Yes, we've got everybody intro now. The, the vigilantes are in the wake of their victory. Once again, they are disheartened demoralized they've been they've been betrayed twice by tucker and todd have betrayed them through just you know sheer ignorance and all that by tucker and toddery bad news so has been taken
0: is there like a uh, hysterical what are you guys doing from the vigilantes camp camp
1: uh yeah for for tucker and todd in particular and before tucker and todd can answer will be when bad news descends from the ceiling oh nice yeah i like that yeah, so they they have they prepare an answer, and before they can say anything, all attention is stolen by bad news. Big but, inhale to start shouting. Yeah, bad news of course is immediately apologetic. I don't want to be here. I'm so sorry. I can't control what I'm doing. And then Jordy makes him do the floss or something. <laughs> I, I I don't know why that's always my go-to, but it's the dumbest looking dance. It's so silly. <laughs> <laughs> And it seems like a really impressive thing to puppet somebody into doing. You all right.
0: Okay, I think I solved it.
1: <clears throat> all right, and and just because the floss seems like something to that's really impressive to actually maneuver a puppet into doing. Yeah. Like if you're if you're holding it's it complex. by it by two series of you know the the puppet handle strings. Yeah. Seems
0: difficult to coordinate. <laughs> it turns out that Jordy has been John Cusack with a Mission Impossible mask on this whole time. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, is that is that? I was
0: trying to remember if that was actually the right... Is that the right actor from being John Malkovich?
1: Oh, God, I don't remember. I just remember him from The Haunted Hotel Room.
0: It is John Cusack, The Haunted Hotel Room. That's the only movie he's ever been in. <laughs> yeah, it's
1: the only one I remember <laughs> him in. <laughs> He's such a nothing guy to me that that's just the only one. And the I only remember it because the hotel room had more, you know, character than anybody else in the film. Why do I hold him up in such high regard? He must have been in something you really liked. Uh, oh, oh.
0: <laughs> it's actually probably because of fucking serendipity. But he was in high fidelity.
1: He doesn't say anything. Oh, gross point blank. I always forget about think hat women should volunteer for the first fight. I think Tucker and Todd get put up, like volunteered to be the first match. And I think Hat Woman should volunteer for that. Who these volunteered two been, for what? I think Tucker and Todd get immediately assigned as the first combatant. Mm. And I think Hat Woman immediately pushes herself to the front of the line and says, I'm fighting them. Yeah.
0: I'll deal with these two. These
1: little chuckleheads.
0: She's, she's rolling up her sleeves as she comes over to grab our ears, basically. Yeah. Oh, should that be literally what she walks over and and basically like uh, scolds and, and disciplines us? And as we're about to start protesting, that's when all of a sudden there's an explosion as the trucks appear.
1: I I wanted the trucks to appear just before anybody on the vigilante team is forced to fight bad news.
0: Oh right, we have to let it go a little bit more.
1: Yeah, because that'll be the real dramatic moment. Because he does not want to fight them. So does
0: she go to, she grabs us by the ears and, and we flop yeah. on the floor? I, yeah. I
1: think, I think we, we show her our bellies. Oh, wow. Wow. Okay. She, she, I think, she, especially after we've built it up that like people who try and fuck with Tucker and Todd end up like blood splattered all over the place. <laughs> yeah. And then she just walks up and takes us by the ears. Whatever's going on. She's immune to it. Maybe somebody else should try first just to demonstrate.
0: Oh, interesting.
1: Like Soup of the Night shoots a soup can at them, and then it bounces off of us and hits him square in the face.
0: You have to be careful with these two.
1: Uh, here, I'll, I'll handle this. Rolls up her sleeves. I'll show you how it's done. Takes us by the ears there. We show her our belly. Ow, ow, ow. Tosses us right out of the ring. <laughs> Gone. Who's next? Gone. Get. And then, and then it'll be the old Undertaker who's going to show up and, I don't know, do something cool like stomp on an area of the wrestling mat floor. And for some reason that causes a floorboard to fly up and hit somebody on the other side of the wrestling ring. There are no floorboards in here, but somehow he does this. I, yeah, I love that, that move. Wily coyote move. Yeah. Like it's such a cartoon thing to do. Um, and who does he do that to? Let's see. Who do we have that we haven't abused enough? Maybe that's a good way to just knock the black widower out of here. He gets he gets a groin shot from a rising floorboard
0: and it, it ejects him from the building in whatever manner. He's just sort of he, he kind of pulls a, a Wiley kind of like a I didn't know. Oh, does he just anyway.
1: fly? Does he just fly right out of Francis's Francis shaped hole?
0: <laughs> I mean, that'd be convenient.
1: It sure would be. <laughs> this is a last man standing match, too. So it doesn't matter. There are no like it's not a set number of matches or rounds as everybody's going to wind up fighting last person standing <laughs> their team wins
0: well he hits him so hard it just knocks him into his own bed at home and he's just sort of like, thanks
1: oh i <laughs> i like that much better we get to ape the knocks him out of his own boots yeah knocks him out of his slippers <laughs> yeah knocks him out of his slippers and his house coat flies through the air camera just follows him Falls through the ceiling of his own house, lands in his bed, he rolls over <laughs> with a blanket. Perfect. And then for some reason, there's a referee in his home and he gives him the three Oof. count. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he gives his, I like the three count is funny. You're oh, yeah. The referee tucks him in and gives him a three count. <laughs> oh, he whispers it. What? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. I like that, yeah. And so he's just good night, sweet prince. (laughs) Oh yeah, kisses him on the forehead after the three counts done, and then the referee (laughs) leaves out.
0: Gives him one last look as he and a little smile as he turns off the light, closes the door. Oh yeah, just a A fond little
1: (laughs) smile. Daddy loves you, kind of thing. (laughs) Oh, they look so cute when they're sleeping. Kind of closes the door really gently. (laughs) They grow up so fast. And then, bam, we're back in the arena. (laughs) Uh, oh, yeah. are weird. we back
0: in the arena? And Vice McMahon is sort of like, uh... <laughs> yeah. Uh,
1: anyway. Okay. So so that means the Black Widower is gone. Uh, soup of the Night, maybe he's recovered. He just got hit in the face with a soup can. His own soup can. He's still standing, so I think, I think I want Soup of the Night to take out the old Undertaker.
0: Nothing like a taste of your own medicine, he says. Puts him right back into the game.
1: Yeah. Yeah, he like a like Popeye with a can of spinach. He crushes it in his hand <laughs> and dumps it down his gullet. It's spinach soup. <laughs> then oh, we get, a we get a dis- we get a, a,
0: a disgusting uh close up on, on the can right <laughs> <there>. <laughs> Yeah,
1: It's got Popeye spinach on it. Soup. <laughs> yeah, it's Popeye soup. brand spinach soup. <laughs> and then it suddenly he's got arms like a long and he just walks up and he I don't know I mean, soup, soup <laughs> can shaped boxing glove or something. I don't know if I guess since there's a restaurant
0: called Popeyes and a gym supplement shop called Popeyes, that
1: name must be in the. Uh, yeah, I think domain. Popeye. I think Popeye might be old enough to be public domain. Um, we'll double which, check, uh, but we can we can satirize it as soup eye.
0: Like. <laughs> oh, soup eye. <I. laughs>
1: oh, I like that. The soup of the night is basically taking on a slightly different persona for every fight. It's just soup a different i's kind of life. soup
0: a piratey kind of guy
1: yeah this time he's
0: he's like he's got a little corncob pipe he can be repurposed for when we do other piratey themed things
1: you're back Supai. and then he of course he's going to grab the old undertaker by the head and by the feet and then he's going to crunch him up like he's an accordion and then he's going to start playing him and walk off (laughs) with with the old undertaker uh accordion in his hands he's still playing it of course, the accordion noises will be kind of like sad and flat because that's just the old Undertaker. Is
0: the crowd starting to get a little bit restless with this? Vice Miss Manlet's kind of like, I don't really know what's going on, folks, but we've got... Stay in your wow. seats. We've got another was one weird. for you. <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> wasn't, wasn't that weird? And he gives, he's going to give Jordy the elbow. Make this a good one.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And this this is the opportunity for Bad News to do some cool acrobatics because, of course, he's on strings. He's he's on stunt cables so he can do like some Zohan style kicks. He's going to take Super the Night out while apologizing. I think I think that's the best way to do that cuz then it'll be Hat Woman and Bad News. Or no, no, Fox, Silver Fox and Bad News. That's the most dramatic pairing. So so Bad News is going to take out our Super the Night and then I think he's going to take out Hat Woman and that'll be yeah, Bad Sorry, News was, is the last yes.
0: I I was just searching for entrance music.
1: I saw. I saw that. Okay, so bad news is going to dramatically take out Soup of the Night. It'll be a good, a good fight that actually gets the crowd riled up. He's apologizing all the way. I'm so sorry. You know, sad. I'm so sorry. I please forgive me. And then he, you know, does one of his maneuvers because he's on stunt cables, so he can like just like fly. He picks up into the air without having to jump.
0: <laughs> he gives him a villainous uh, takeout line, and he says, "I'm gonna." Uh, oh shit! I'm going to. Ah, I can't think of the word that I want right now. The phrase is "soup to knots," and he starts tying his strings in knots to like constrict soup of the night.
1: Oh yeah, he can definitely use string-based attacks. Although I don't know if he's going to be. He's like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I couldn't resist that one-liner because like he doesn't he doesn't want to fight them and he's in control of his own voice. But I also oh think right, that...
0: he's he's controlling.
1: Yes, he's an unwilling participant. His body's. Right. His body's not under his control. But, but I do think there's... it's kind of funny if he can't resist. Sorry, it was right there, you know. But I mean, are there strings on
0: bad news? Yes. Which are, which are causing him to be controlled? So, so he can yes. do string he's, attacks.
1: Okay. He's physically being puppeted by these strings. And yes, he can do string attacks. And uh, he he probably won't be taunting his opponents. But if, if a one-liner is there, I think he should take it and just be like, I'm sorry, it was right there.
0: Or do or do we do a dramatic reveal, um, which I can't think of a uh, comparison right now or whatever the trope is um, of as so. So bad news is is like wincing and not trying to hurt him as the strings attached to him are hurting soup of the night and over the loudspeaker which vice is holding down the button on cuz he's so thrilled by what's going on a couple feet behind him you can hear the voice of Jordy saying whatever his line is and then that causes um a distracted oh. turn of attention in the auditorium and is that going in an interesting direction C- continue oh so like as as there's like a that everybody hears the the voice of Jordy saying that um maybe there there uh, vice mcmanlet does the quick cuz i'm trying to think of movies where that that's happened the, It definitely has some the plan gets spilled by somebody holding the walkie-talkie button down or whatever you know mm-hmm. and so everybody realizes that jordy is up there causing this to happen and so there's a stir of confusion in the auditorium um the music goes out there's like a squeal of feedback everybody's looking around confused and then that's when the ground starts rumbling or or do you want a moment where somebody's literally about to, like, crush Bad News?
1: I want Bad News to be so unwilling to lay a, you know, a finishing blow on the Silver Fox that he actually does manage to pull against his own strings. Okay, how do you see that playing out? Well, first, Bad News beats the crap out of Soup of the Night, and then he eliminates Hatwoman Woman as well. They're both out of the fight. That means it's him and Silver Fox. They're the last two standing. This is the final fight. Wait,
0: when, but Silver Fox has not, she has not been a part of this at all. Has she been part of this? We described, we named four people and none of them were her.
1: Silver Fox has been fighting in the wrestling match with the vigilantes. She sent Francis into the next state. Silver Fox, Hat Woman, Soup of the Night, and Black Widower. She just hasn't had a chance to fight any of the casino champions yet. She hasn't fought since the villains,
0: but she's in that fight. So isn't that isn't that now uneven, though? Because didn't we have four against four?
1: It was Tucker and Todd, the old undertaker,
0: Bane Cosby and Bad News. Okay, I just I haven't heard from her this entire time. So what has she
1: been doing the entire time then? It's it's a it's been supposed to be one on ones
0: in this final fight.
1: Yes. So she's been waiting for the opportunity to tag in. So they've been doing tagging in. When, when one fighter gets eliminated, the next fighter on that team takes their spot.
0: Oh, it's like a relay.
1: Yes. So she wound up being last in line. Okay. She wasn't in know. any hurry to get into the ring against Bad News.
0: But so but she I did like that's what I'm saying we haven't mentioned her at all. So how has she been taking everything have we even cut to her? Do we know she's there? Is she responding to things happening in the scene? She's just been waiting.
1: We we haven't mentioned her specifically, but we haven't mentioned anybody's specific response except for our Hat Woman with Tucker and Todd. But yes, she's act of course she's been shocked and in denial and appalled. And of course, the obvious this the super obvious and clear distress of bad news himself probably only upsets her further she knows that her friend and companion is here under duress and she has to fight him or herself be beaten high drama so is she trying to then coach
0: everybody through their fights because if they can beat everyone else then she doesn't have to fight him right
1: yeah i think i think and as as her sort of she's she's the unofficial team leader so she's their moral coach Whatever happened to words not being enough? I'm not getting in here.
0: Or does, or is she trying to manipulate everyone else to get cleared out so that she can be the one, because she wants to face him because she can do something other, she can come up with a plan that's not to beat him? Like make an escape with him or something like that she's trying to i make think a plan. i think it's
1: possible that she feels paralyzed by the situation and isn't sure what to do and when people look to her for help or guidance she doesn't have an answer she's stunned that works i wouldn't know what to do in her position like talk about being between a rock and a hard place losing I mean, isn't an option winning isn't an option is losing not an option what are the
0: stakes i can't remember
1: well a lot of people have died here today so
0: the stakes are pretty high <laughs> Well, but I mean, for, so if she, but that is not an answer to what happens if she loses. She, she like might what happens be, if they lose.
1: Yeah. It's not clear what happens if they lose, except that they're the, it might involve being killed. Like the final blow might be a lethal one on purpose. I guess so. So maybe, yeah. But also, is, but also is... in, in this instance, losing means that bad news remains in their custody as their toy.
0: But which, yeah, I guess that, so that's, that, that is the, uh dilemma then is would she rather sacrifice herself to save her friend or sacrifice herself to save her friend
1: yeah one only one of us can walk out of here it's a it's certainly a dilemma but since the losing teams are coming out of here on stretchers and stuff so far none of the oh well one of the vigilantes has died and it didn't disqualify the other team which means uh kill shots are legal in this contest right Although so is just putting somebody to sleep and tucking them in and then kissing them on the forehead. That one met with more confusion than a murder, Mm, but I, (laughs) but I I do, I do think that bad news should probably have the upper hand in the fight. I mean, he can, he can fly around on the strings. He can just, you know,
0: he's dock hogging around.
1: Yeah, exactly. So he can like, she can like move to try and take him out at the legs, but he just like lifts up over her and then drops back down behind her. He's like, so she's sorry,
0: maybe trying to like medium restrain him, but not actually combat. him? Yeah,
1: yeah, I think she's pulling her punches. She doesn't want to hurt him. She'd like to incapacitate him with with as little harm done as possible. But that absolutely opens her up to being beat up.
0: Does she? Because the whole time that we've been seeing her, it's been clear that this has been like a existential struggle. Um, but as she gets up there maybe de- is she like we have I don't know I don't, I'm almost envisioning as they are physically appearing to um, spar they are uh, 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 orally <laughs> verbally <laughs> verbally um, somewhat I think that's frantically, why we but, chose
1: that word verbally even though yeah. orally sorry we're going to call it a different word giggles <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, verbally
0: frantically under their breath trying to come up with a plan to get him out
1: of jordy's clutches. yeah i i do like that and they're probably talking in support of each other
0: and so we are raising the anxiety of like this it's building up to very potentially one of them being um severely harmed but also building some hope of well maybe they are going to get out of this and then we're going to interrupt that and they don't get neither
1: yeah, and I I do like the idea that eventually bad news gets her into a vulnerable position where he might be able to land a kill shot. Yeah, Vice McManlet is like, get on with it, Jordy, finish her. And and bad news is he's straining as hard as he's ever strained his in in his entire life. We get to have like a grotesque zoom in where we can see the veins on his on his head. He's straining against the strings. It looks like he might actually be able to to you know restrain himself from finishing off his his closest com- and most trusted companion and that's when the entire place starts to shake and everybody thinks it's actually due to the strain Ooh. from from the strings and bad news but it causes Jordy to hesitate and he's like Ugh. but the whole place shakes and everybody thinks it's because of this conflict but no actually it's monster trucks and they just <laughs> broken <it laughs> into <through> the wall <laughs> It's an ice cream truck and somebody's soup truck they still uh, they still have the logos and stuff on them, obviously
0: okay, yeah the d- the debris from the wall flying chunks and the blimp spinning,
1: oh yeah, it comes off of one cable and hangs perilously on another. Jordy is hanging out the window on his own strings. Bad news has, has, now has like at least partial control over his own body. He's gonna scoop up his partially incapacitated friend and get her the hell off of the wrestling ring because these two giant truck monsters are fighting their way over to it. They've destroyed the, their. Oh yeah. One of them has an exhaust puff that knocks over what's left of the cardboard studio audience.
0: Is she still in a state of confusion
1: of like screaming, like "Oh, of me. And he's like, it, it's me. I think, I think she's dazed. I oh. think she gets a, I think she'll get a bonk on the head or something that, that, cause her to fall down onto her back and just before this guy can like karate chop her in the neck or something that's when the that's when the strain starts but now he's he's carrying her to safety out of there and now we get a choreograph a quick monster truck fight and it of course the 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 remaining cable for the bloom the blimp is going to come undone over the course of this i can't remember if we said
0: that the now in their final fully monster form they look, they still look mostly, they are in the shape of trucks.
1: Yeah, they will We'll go classic cartoon Transformers where they have very obvious truck parts for hands and stuff.
0: Yeah. But they're, they're bestial and roaring and now maybe they even have. Oh yeah. The t- the, 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 very, very aggressive truck noises. Their, their tailpipes are now like uh prehensile and can kind of like swing around.
1: <laughs> oh Yeah oh yeah the uh every muffler is a mace if you know how to swing it yeah um, and of course you can use it to blow exhaust into the grill of the other truck yeah there's all kinds of weird moves you can use
0: but they're basically truck dinosaurs truck truck or whatever
1: yeah monster trucks but transformer style but and they're like dino bots and they're yelling at each other
0: and so does every do the protagonists is there some sort of like rallying support behind the soup truck to beat the ice cream truck?
1: Oh or... yeah. I think, I think the audience immediately thinks that this is just part of the show and they all start really cheering. And oh going yeah. yeah. This
0: was awesome. Yeah.
1: So yeah, we, you were losing us, but this is great. <laughs> the villains are all totally out of commission. They're gone. The casino champions with the exception of bad news, they're all gone. The vigilantes are all taken out. Everybody is kind of like getting pushed to the side to safety. The monster trucks are now just stomping all over what's left of the wrestling ring. While this blimp is hanging quite perilously, Jordy's about to fall into the ring.
0: (laughs) The same guy who left earlier, he pokes his head through a door. He's like, this isn't Wendy's either.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, and the monster trucks pause.
0: (laughs) (laughs) As the door, so the light pours over through the dark part. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, everybody stops. You hear a pin drop or like a cough in the background. Even the monster trucks pause. This guy has stopped everything for everybody twice now. And he's just in a circle. Soon as he's gone, the fight's back on. We've got these monster trucks headbutting each other. Now, how does this ultimately end? Does one of them win? That's one thing that we really do have to hash out. Because I, I was we... wondering, I like the romance end. That's one tickles me.
0: Oh, you run off together. That is pretty. Funny.
1: Yeah, they 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 fight, and then the fight, it you know slaps. Slap, they end kiss.
0: up Well, it turns into one of them. Pin, it's literally uh, Lion King. One of them pins the other. They get romantic eyes.
1: Yeah, yeah. Oh, um, how <laughs> they start nuzzling. <laughs> I get. I'm trying to wonder because Mus- uh, they've everything. got like headlights for eyes now, and they. They for a brief moment, one of them has anime eye headlights, <laughs> full of sparkles and and whimsy. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I think that's the funniest way to wrap it up in a way that you know it's it's almost a conclusion. They overcome their differences, these two machines. They realize that they are in fact two of a kind. Yeah, I, of so I like that, I like that
0: that tense moment of the dust is kind of um. I can't think of proper words. Coronaing. <laughs> oh, there's yeah. a, there's, there's a the, the dust is pluming away. It's starting to clear as as one truck is 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 hunched over um pinning the other to the ground, breathing heavily. You can see it's like chest rising and falling. Everybody in the crowd is like, oh, "What's going to happen? Is it going to kill him?" And that's when oh, it turns all lovey. Yeah,
1: everybody everybody leans forward in yeah. their seats. This is this is it. This is it. This is it. There's a beat. One blinks. They all start chanting, Truck him up! Truck <laughs> him up! That's right. Audience participation is mandatory at these things, and the audience all just like shout and repeat phrases. Yes. We
0: reveal, we reveal next to the boo sign, there's a Truck him up
1: sign. <laughs> Oh, yeah. You guys said we were never going to use this. Who's laughing now?
0: That's <laughs> okay.
1: Uh, yeah, I love that one. And then, yeah, and then, of course, they start. They when they lean in and it's kissing and we can have, like you know, like the sound of metal scraping against metal. And are they killing each other? No, no. And then we've got parents covering their children's eyes. This Da-da. isn't family friendly television. They need to be killing each other. Who's that? You and
0: me, baby. Ain't nothing but mammals. Oh, yeah. I can't remember who that's by. Bloodhound gang. Oh, was it? The Bad Touch, it's called. Oh, wow. Bad touch. That is a it's but they are dressed as monkeys. We might actually have to reference this.
1: <laughs> I think we might have to, and I think that means that Handy's wrestling name is gonna be Bad Touch. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, definitely, I'm, of course. That's
1: his that's his thing.
0: Yeah. And this is his
1: entrance music. Huh. Okay, so now we've got you know, this place is torn to pieces. I think as these these monster truck lovers depart, they smash into the wall one more time, and this is what causes the blimp to finally come undone. Vice McManlet doesn't know how to fly this thing. Crash. Seemingly destroyed along with Jordy. 8-bit explosion. Yeah. It, oh, definitely. Now we've got this place mostly destroyed. I think... 8-bit explosion and then a big fart sound. <laughs> oh, yeah. Just taken out. And I think this is the moment where everybody in the place is gonna kind of realize that maybe we shouldn't stick around any longer. And they, you know, they file out, it's time to escape this building. It's collapsing, it's on fire. At least it was a good show.
0: <laughs> That's the only one guy's like, We paid to see that.
1: It was awesome. We paid to see that. Yeah, but not a lot.
0: The consensus is everybody loved it.
1: Yeah, I think I think the the polls are in. This was the event of the summer. <laughs> Is that and, how
0: we finish is?
1: Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, like a newsreel or something where we get to see the result. The polls are in. Maybe somebody delivers a report back to uh, Mega Doodoo's obvious evil gothic sort of government well, I was, I, office. I was
0: going to say it's um because I, I was forgetting his name. Um, the news Newsnight, Anderson Keeper. It's him doing his podcast. He's like he's got a cast on or whatever.
1: Oh, yeah. He's cast. He's got like a little black eye. Yeah, I think I think his take would be, of course, highly negative, highly critical of the event. He views the entire thing as a, a sham.
0: But he's an anchor; he can't give his opinion. He's just an unlikely cataclysm <laughs> uh, cluster. An unlikely I guess, cluster. I guess that's talk.
1: true because even though it is his podcast, he's trying to do th- the news. Yeah, maybe he that's try. Yeah, maybe this is a, an opportunity for him to say off the record, blah blah blah. Oh, he can do a little bit of editorializing. Yeah. But of course, since he's full of integrity, he will make it very clear that he is editorializing.
0: Oh, actually, I actually like the idea of him doing a very serious um, objective report on it. And then he turns to his other camera and he said, and then like throws on a pair of sunglasses or a whole like new persona costume. This is my op-ed character. The
1: the Groucho Marx mustache and glasses (laughs) and fake nose. Yeah. Why not?
0: That's what I would say if I was a professional. Turns to the next camera. In my opinion,
1: I like that. In my opinion, this entire thing was political theater intended to distract everybody from our, you know, rapidly diminishing personal liberties.
0: I, it cuts to to uh, Francis Snake Oil Bill.
1: Wait, did did we get the fuck rid of him, or
0: did he disappear?
1: He got smacked out of the building. He left a Francis-shaped hole in the wall. I okay. think he will be in. Even worse shape than than news night. Anderson. Yeah, full full, full traction, body, cast. full body
0: cast. He's <laughs> in the hospital, and through the cast, you hear mutter, "Who hey, stole my thing?"
1: <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Everybody's getting their things stolen, but only bane Cosby gets to do anything about it. Oh, <laughs> right, and of course, one of the monster trucks has to step on bane Cosby on the way in.
0: On the way in.
1: Yeah, as they crash into the building Bane Cosby's like picking himself up off the floor and gets uh, Yeah, yeah, he's about to, you know, get serious. These are the last competitors it's one-on-one and he's like, not the last. He starts getting up, he's like it's gonna be a two-on-one. Nope, crushed.
0: Perfectly fits into the the monster truck imprint,
1: footprint. Oh yeah, just flattened (laughs) (laughs) Flattened like he's made out of flubber (laughs) Yeah (laughs) <laughs> in case anybody forgot this was a he, he, he looks like
0: a like a when you do like a wax pour a wax cast, oh,
1: cast-,
0: yeah. cast- <laughs> <laughs> like a, pla- a plaster cast that's the word
1: yeah like a like a wax statue that's been melted just a puddle yeah I like it okay and I so think yes that's- we've got we've got Francis and of course I think the vigilantes all leave together Uh, I don't know if they bother taking Tucker and Todd with them.
0: Mm, Where do we leave Tucker and
1: Todd? They got tossed out of the ring by their ears. Right.
0: So maybe they like wake up under the bleachers later. Oh,
1: maybe they're in the hospital right next to Francis, but they've got ear casts. Oh, that's funny. (laughs) Yeah, they're okay, but they've got ear casts, but nobody went back for them.
0: Is there something of theirs that is being stolen?
1: I don't know if they have anything
0: somebody uh, hey you somebody took their
1: Jello or whatever. Oh, they took their stroke waffle.
0: <laughs> hey, he took my thing.
1: Yeah, everybody's um, losing something today. I think. Yeah, I think I think that's pretty neatly tied up.
0: But we do, so we do have we have uh, aftermath episodes still, right?
1: Right. Yes, we do. So we still have lots of time to check on everybody and see what's going on, and of course, I'm just wondering who's is... packing their bags and leaving.
0: Is there somebody that we want to, whether it's a post-credit, somebody that we want to uh, hint or tease, checking in with? Who has the most important stuff? What is a potential new outcome? Did anything at this match trigger something that can start next season?
1: Absolutely. Jay's leaving. Ooh.
0: Okay. So we see her maybe packing as a, a um a Yeah, fun, that, uh, that might be a
1: post-credit thing, thing to see as her... We see her like pick up a framed photo includes her and Tucker and Todd. She puts it away into a bag along with some clothes. She's packing up.
0: She stores everything
1: in hat boxes. (laughs) This, this really is not the most efficient way to do this.
0: Mind your own business.
1: I'm in mourning. (laughs) But yes, uh, that's going to be a big thing, especially if we want the boys next season to really have to deal with their own things now they're they're at long last they will face some consequences for the things that they have done terrifying they will lose their caretaker whom they have been leaning on since the beginning so they're gonna have to solve their own problems otherwise awful. Think, yeah otherwise i think mega doo will figure in heavily into the the sort of wrap-up episode that starts laying a few seeds for next season mm-hmm. jay leaving and oh of course At the very least, one of the vigilantes is going to retire permanently. Black Widower does not want to do this anymore. Soup of the Night is still in it. He's a career vigilante, superhero forever. But the Disguisers are no more.
0: (laughs) Black Widower is inspired to write a comic book about an electric black hero.
1: Because we did discuss that uh, the Disguiser, the remaining Disguiser, retires. Mm-hmm. And later, later, we get a you know, a kill Bill situation. I need a blade forged by Hitori Hanzo. Oh, yeah. So I need a legendary have. costume. So, right. yeah, he retires and he starts laying low. He works somewhere else. I feel and like then he said day, what the thing
0: would be, right? But I can't remember. Soup,
1: soup of the Night goes to get a new costume. I like that. Yeah. I need the last costume. Yeah. The final ultimate creation. This is my greatest creation. So, that'll be fun because, of course, next season will still include villains of a kind but it'll be one that tucker and todd created and super the night's still going to try and fight it but at the very least needs a new suit to stand a chance and otherwise tucker and todd have to deal with it
0: yeah so that's that that is that that is everything i'm pretty sure wrestling
1: more than i could have possibly imagined so i think i think we're done here i have been your host tucker i was your other host todd you've been a fantastic audience and this has been an episode. Yeah, we'll catch you next week. Bye. Bye.